Are we good? Okay. Hello, this is Doctor Barbara Kiel. Actually, a lot of my clients prefer to call me Doctor Bibi, and I quite like it, to be honest, because I think there is a ring to it, Doctor Bibi. Don't you think? Anyways, you are listening to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast which will show you how easy it is to be honest. What? You don't believe me? Well, stick around, and me and my co-host will show you exactly how it's done. Hello, everyone. This is Doctor Bibi, and welcome to my podcast. To be honest. I also would like to thank those of you who took the time to write to me、uh, regarding the format of my podcast. Now, since my plate is quite full with my private practice as well as personal commitments, I have not decided whether I prefer to continue with a co-host or I prefer to fly solo. I find it quite fun, and some of you prefer that because you say it seems I am more focused on the audience, which is a good point. And another option is to have different guests. So, my dear audience, thank you for your feedback and viewpoints. And until I have decided what to do. You will have my undivided attention for the next few months. All right, so now is the time for us to set the energy of this episode together. So take a deep breath in, hold it, and let it out. And you may wish. To put your hand on your heart and close your eyes, unless you are driving or operating heavy machinery. Now let your thoughts go. Let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. So take another deep breath in. Hold it for five seconds. And let it out. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. Last week, I introduced Doctor John Gottman's Four Horsemen, and that he is the founder of the Gottman Institute. In that episode, I also mentioned that all relationships. 
even the most successful ones have conflict. Now it makes sense, isn't it? Because we are from all walks of life, from different cultures, speak different languages, different background, so on and so forth. And the good news is that, according to the Gottman Institute's research, it shows that it is not the actual conflict that is the problem. The real culprit is how we manage those conflicts that can predict the success or failure of a relationship. Manage conflict rather than resolve, because relationship conflict is natural, and has functional, positive aspects that provide opportunities for us to grow, and understand ourselves, and therefore others, and therefore enhance the relationship. Now we know that, right? I mean, there are just problems or conflict that we are just not able to solve due to natural personality differences between you and your partner. But if you can learn to manage those problems in a healthy way, then your relationship will succeed. So I also received quite a number of emails asking. Uh, what are some of the antidotes or a prevention for having、uh, these four horsemen? Today's episode, as I promised last week, is for you. So, how can we be effectively managing conflict? The very first step is to identify and counteract the four horsemen when they arrive in your conflict. Conversations or discussions, because if you don't, you will risk serious problems in the future of your relationship. I have good news. Like the Newton's third law, for every horseman there is an antidote, and I am sure you are eager to learn what they are. So. I'm not going to put you in further suspense. According to the Gottman Institute, the antidote to criticism is gentle startup. Now, audience, you have to realize the difference between a complaint versus criticism. A complaint tends to focus on a specific. Behavior, but criticism tend to attack a person's very character or personality. So the antidote for criticism is to complain without blame by using a soft or gentle startup. Avoid saying "you," which can indicate blame, and instead. Talk about your feelings. So remember, please, always use I. Always start with I statements and express what you need in a positive way.
So to put it simply, according to the Gottman Institute, think of these two things to formulate your soft startup. Ask yourself these two questions: What do I feel, and what do I need from my partner or the person that I want to have this conversation with? So let me give you an example. Criticism will sound something like this: You always talk about yourself. You don't listen. And why are you always so self-centered? And the antidote to criticism will sound something like: I am feeling left out of our talk tonight, and I need to vent. Can we just talk about? My day, please. So let me emphasize. Notice that the antidote starts with "I feel" statements, and then lead into "I need," and then respectfully asks to fulfill that need, and that is to talk about my day. So there is no blame or criticism. Which prevents the discussion from escalating into an argument. Try it out. The second antidote to contempt is to build a culture of appreciation and respect. Now, remember, contempt shows up in statements that come from a position of moral superiority. So some examples of contempt include sarcasm, cynicism, name calling, which I mentioned last week is a form of a verbal abuse, eye rolling, sneering, mockery, and hostile humor. So contempt is destructive and defeating, and it is the greatest predictor of divorce. And it must be avoided at all costs. According to John Gottman, the antidote to contempt is to build a culture of appreciation and respect in your relationship. There are a few ways to do that, of course, and one of their mottos is "small things often." Meaning, if you regularly express appreciation, gratitude, affection, and respect for your partner, you will create a positive perspective in your relationship that acts as a buffer for negative feelings. So it is obvious: the more positive you feel, the less likely. That you will feel or express contempt, and according to the Gottman's Institute, another way that they explain this is their discovery of the five to one magic ratio of positive to negative interactions that a relationship must have to succeed. So what they are saying is that if you have five or more positive interactions for every one negative interaction, 
therefore it's the five to one ratio. Then you are making regular deposits into your emotional bank account, which keeps your relationship in the green. Again, let me give you an example of contempt. It will go something like, you forgot to load the dishwasher again. Ugh, you're so incredibly lazy. And then you roll your eyes. And the antidote of contempt may go something like, well, okay, I understand that you have been busy lately, but could you please remember to load the dishwasher when I work late? I would really appreciate it, darling. Now, this antidote example works so well because it expresses understanding right off the bat. This partner shows how they know that the lack of cleanliness isn't out of laziness and so they do not make a contemptuous statement about their partner or take any position of moral superiority. Instead, this antidote is a respectful request and it ends with a statement of appreciation. The third antidote to defensiveness is to take responsibility. Now, if you remember, audience, Defensiveness is defined as self-protection in the form of righteous indignation or innocent victimhood in the attempt to ward off a perceived attack. Many people become defensive when they are being criticized, but the problem is that being defensive never helps to solve the problem at hand. Defensiveness is really a way of blaming your partner. You are saying that the problem isn't you, it's her or him. As a result, the problem is not resolved and the conflict escalates further. So the antidote is to accept responsibility, even if only for part of the conflict, meaning you own up your side of the street. Defensiveness will sound something like, well, it's not my fault that we are going to be late. It's your fault since you always get dressed at the last second. And the antidote, I don't like being late, but you're right. We don't always have to leave so early. I can be a little more flexible. So by taking responsibility for part of the conflict, that means trying to leave too early, even while asserting that they don't like to be late, this partner prevents the conflict from escalating by admitting their role in the conflict. So from here, this couple can work towards a compromise. All right, so last and not least, the antidote to stonewalling is physiological self-soothing. Stonewalling is when someone completely withdraws from a conflict discussion and no longer responds to their partner. It usually happens 
when you are feeling emotionally overwhelmed. So your reaction is to shut down, stop talking, and disengage totally. And when couples stonewall, they are under a lot of emotional pressure, which increases heart rates, releases stress hormones into the bloodstream, and can even trigger a fight or flight response. And believe it or not, my audience, according to one of the Gottman's studies. They interrupted couples after fifteen minutes of an argument and told them they needed to adjust the recording equipment. And when they asked them not to talk about their issues, but just to read magazines for half an hour, when they started talking again, the couple's heart rates were significantly lower, and their interaction was more positive and productive. So what happened during the half hour? You may ask. Each partner, without even knowing it, physiologically soothed themselves by reading and avoiding discussion. So they calmed down, and once they felt calm, they were able to return to the discussion in a respectful and rational way. So therefore, the antidote to stonewalling is to. Practice physiological self-soothing, and the first step of self-soothing is to stop the conflict discussion and call a time out, or time to take deep breaths. An example of the beginning of stonewalling can be: Look, we have been through this over and over again. I am just so tired of reminding you. Ugh. And instead of reacting to that comment, the antidote is, "Honey, I am sorry to interrupt you, but I'm feeling overwhelmed, and I need to take a break. Can you give me twenty minutes to half an hour, and then we can talk again, please?" My dear audience, if you don't take a break. You will find yourself either stonewalling and bottling up your emotions, or you will end up exploding at your partner or both, and neither will get you anywhere good. As I'm sure that some of you have already experienced that. So when you take a break, it should last at least a minimum of twenty minutes, because. It will take that long before your body physiologically calms down. It's crucial that during this time you avoid thoughts of righteous indignation, such as "I don't have to take this anymore," and innocent victimhood, such as "Why is he always picking on me?" Spend your time doing something soothing and distracting, like listening to your favorite music. Dance a little, reading or exercising vigorously, and it doesn't really matter what you do, as long as it helps you to calm down. So, my dear audience, now that you know what the four horsemen are, 
and how to counteract them with their proven antidotes from the Gottman Institute, you have got the essential tools to manage conflict in a healthy way. Now, I'm a big believer in when you know better, you do better. So as soon as you see criticism or contempt galloping in, remember the antidotes. Be vigilant. And the more you can keep the four horsemen at bay, the more likely you are to have a stable and happy relationship. Now, having said that, these are all new skills. So you need to practice them over and over again before you can become the master of it. So wait no longer, my audience. Start practicing with your partner or friend right now. And on that note, thank you for spending the past 20-odd minutes with me. Stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. This podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D-R-B-A-R-B-A-R-A-K-I-A-O.com.